High body count, four birds, one raccoon, and some asshole on a snowmobile. I'm Sam. You know, after watching this movie, I'm pretty sure that the business tycoon guy is the father I never had, and I never want. I'm Jackie. Smoke on the mountain, fire on the slopes. I'm Justin, and this is Volcano Fire on the Mountain on Stinker Madness. Hello, welcome to Stinker Madness. We're back, sort of. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. We moved. It was quite cramped in the rental from hell, and uh, now we're we're spread out. We got I got a fancy new microphone. Hoping it, hoping it's coming clear for the listeners. A fancy new microphone. It's the Yeti we started this it's, podcast on, and we were like, this thing's a piece of shit. Quite <laughs> actually, the first microphone we had wasn't just like one of my dad's old microphones right no no this one i got from work so it's an updated version of the yeti that we used to have oh okay all right well then i'm sure and it's gold so yeah. that makes me fucking fancy i'm sure it's way better than the uh the hundreds of dollars we spent uh on microphones over the years uh to make this show sound good i'm still using one of our the crappy one that i recorded on the rental because uh, not, nothing is unboxed yet. I found the microphones, but I have no ability to plug them in because I haven't found any of the cords. And my computer, uh, the big boy, is being a piece of shit that we recorded on for eons. Uh, so there's still troubles. I, I see everybody's looking at me, and I've got a stupid boom arm right in front of my fucking face right now because nothing is set up. It's yeah. kind of like the Phantom of the Opera for you right now. Yeah. Plus, in the style that we're doing this with uh, everybody has their own computer, the USB mics are like way more convenient than going through an interface. They are, but I just don't know if they sound as good. You still sound good, Sam. The entire time we were doing the just get these go mics. They're like fifty five fucking bucks. Yeah. Well, that's that's a discussion off air. (laughs) That's behind the scenes. I'm gonna do an interface when I move my desk. I'm putting in the big one for instruments. I'm gonna get uh, the four track job that has the the dat input that I can plug the big one in and then go through USB without having to have a firewire deal and I'll be back on good mics again probably within a month maybe when I can move all the office stuff around yeah when, when my probably. butt stops hurting yeah uh so as some of you are aware Sam and I live streamed our adventure from Boise Idaho all the way to St. Louis and uh we made it. Uh, everything went well. Uh, we didn't break down. Part of my car fell off on the first day, but other than that, uh, we survived. You can watch the videos on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Jacob And uh, it was it was a good time. It was a pretty good time. Uh, I think we had some fun. Yeah. And then at 545 in the AM, the day I was going to leave and go back to Boise, I slipped and went all the way down their new stairs, tailbone hit mid stair, and then I wadded myself up at the bottom of the stairs like jackie was like are you dead and i was like (laughs) staircase don't touch me i stopped myself with my face on the hardwood and it hurts pretty bad but it doesn't bother me the tailbone thing has been a real annoyance there's just nothing you can do about it it's just sort of an annoying thing you have to shift around a lot and by all accounts all you can do is wait for it to feel better did you get a donut yeah, you missed it. It's actually they don't do the donut anymore. It's like a 
It's like a dual leg pad that's missing the tailbone part. And it's hmm. it like life in a chair would be unbearable without it. Do you would you recommend it for hemorrhoids patients? I think it would work for anything. They say that these are good for lower back pain. I uh, told Justin before we started recording, I got one for like 22 bucks at Walmart, which was cheap because the gel ones on Amazon are almost like 40. Mm-hmm. But if you have supposedly lower back problems, tailbone, hips, whatever, these shaped things are supposed to be really helpful in, in long sitting situations. Now, Jackie, uh, it has been some time since we've heard from you. Um, we're not going to spend too much time uh, describing the last two months of our lives, but uh, I want to start out by saying that while Sam and I were doing our moving, not movies episodes, you surprisingly were very missed. <laughs> I throw you under the bus a lot for being weird and saying weird stuff that doesn't make any damn sense, but every now and then Sam and I were like, so... What do you want to talk about? Yeah. Where we, you always come in and you always have something to talk about, even if it doesn't make sense. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And now she's done. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, the Queen's Jubilee was uh, this week. She's Mm -hmm. been 70 years on the throne. Right. And, you know, she's my favorite person in the whole wide world. Sorry, you two little assholes, but the Queen is pretty awesome. And there was a picture of Prince George, the grandson, the great-grandson, and he's standing right next to her, and he's got his hands over his ears, and he's screaming. It was pretty funny. I saw that picture. Yeah. I also saw that they fucking dusted off Rod Stewart. Dusted him off and threw him up on stage. Poop pants. Uh, Did you miss being on the show, Jackie? I did. Um, You know, when all you have to talk to is an eight-year-old, and mm-hmm. two dogs. Right. Your life starts sucking wind pretty hard. <laughs> and then you're in the rental from hell where the stairs aren't even and the floor slants here and there, right? So even if you're not drunk, you're like, this could possibly be a problem later for I, me. Every, so I am so glad that we don't live there anymore because uh, we because the stairs were so steep, the dogs, the two corgis could not get up the stairs on their own or down the stairs without probably dying. And so we had to carry them. <laughs> every night to bed and then carry them down the stairs every morning. And they were so steep when you're carrying a Corgi, especially the fat one, no offense. Uh, Cause she's listening. Um, you can't see the stairs underneath you. So you just got this dog dangling between your legs <laughs> and you can't see your feet and you're trying to aim for these stupid stairs on instinct. And you're like, dude, I am going to go down these and no offense, Sam, you landed on carpet. These were hard concrete stairs. Uh, if one of us was to take a tumble with the dog, we would of course try to use the dog as cushion for our own body, (laughs) but, uh, the dog would be in more pain than you were. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, it would have sucked if going down those stairs, if we'd taken a tumble. It seemed like the, the two of them were quite pleased right when they were there. Like when I walked up the stairs to put my stuff into the, uh, guest room you had me in, they were both standing there as if to say, I can go up and down these stairs just fine. Thank you for asking. <laughs> Look what I can do. <laughs> oh, by the way, that room that you stayed in is now officially the Sam room. Yeah, oh. that's what uh, our son calls it. Should yeah. I put this? He's carrying boxes up. Should I put this in the Sam room? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so apparently you have a room here forever. Ah. And that's what we'll call it when, the, when other people stay here. Like, oh, you guys are staying in the Sam room. <laughs> Why is it the Sam room? You should make a weird know. sign for it. Yeah. <laughs> 
Sam room this way. Uh, all right, let's get to this, guys. I think we've danced around it enough. Volcano, Fire on the Mountain from 1997, starring Dan Cortez. Sam, go. You know what Dan Cortez is up to these days? Um, I've got some questions about that, but why don't you educate me? In 2021, he was in one episode of Leverage, and that was his first on-screen appearance since mm-hmm. 2015. Okay. So, six years? Yeah, but I think he's still pushing the... I think his main job is that Beachbody gig. Beachbody gig? The Dan Cortez workout videos. He has oh. a workout videos? Yeah. Dan Cortez is like a you know, major in-shape guy. Does he like uh, do uh, push-ups with his penis? Yeah. No, like, I'm one. And two. And oh my god, it's it's broken. Hold on. In I've landed on my balls. Because I didn't really want to I mean, I knew about the beach body thing and I knew that he'd still been doing that and all that. So I was like, this is kind of what he does. Um he does a lot of like I have enough money with the beach body thing that I can spend a lot of time with my kids. He's got he seems to be a, a bit of a family man. Um those MTV folks had it worse than anybody as far as an on-screen uh, personality. They didn't get paid dick. Like You mean like downtown Julie Brown yeah. and Dr. Dre Kennedy. and Pauly Shore? Kennedy, I think, has a show on like HGTV or something. Like They all kind of stayed on TV or relevant enough with YouTube or whatever they were doing that I don't know about Pinfield. I didn't look him up. Oh, Matt Pinfield. I forgot about him. Pinfield might be just like... Touring with Mastodon. <laughs> he's like a roadie for Mastodon. And they're like, right. that's Matt Penfield. He's our roadie. And he's like, yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> I get paid more than when I was on MTV for right. like half the day. <laughs> Kurt, Loder. Kurt Loder's like, yeah, somebody please. Fox News. Fox News, where are you? I thought Kurt Loder was Fox on News. MSNBC or some shit. Oh, like no that. shit. Oh, he should be. He's, he, he, was, should be. he was a hell of a freaking front man. He's snarky. He needs to be on TV yeah. right now. Kurt Loder has got resting bitch face like nobody's business. Yeah, let's get rid of Bill Maurer and put Kurt Loder in. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I don't know. No, don't fuck know who, Bill Maurer. I don't know who any of these fucking people are. Because you don't I, remember Kurt? You didn't watch MTV very much, did you? No, I didn't. Um, wow. I have friends. <laughs> <laughs> I love Kurt Loder. Uh, he was the guy that broke, uh, you know, who? The other Kurt. It was a sad day. Yeah. Um, I'll always remember him. So, so she doesn't, she didn't really remember who Dan Cortez was, though, Sam. So maybe we should, maybe not everybody remembers Dan Cortez. Maybe we should start there. Dan Cortez is like the reason Jock Rock is Jock Rock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or Jock Jams, I'm sorry. Jock Jams. Yeah, Jock Jams. <laughs> That's what that I was, was... going to say. I'm like, do you mean Jock Jams? Where everybody was like, they had the fake crowd in the background and the... Yeah. Oh, That was God. way after his time, but that's where that comes from. Well, there's yeah, also it... the Jock Jams song, too. What? Yeah. Jock Jams! <laughs> yeah, that's about what it was. Jock in just... my jam! I it was just... Like... Who let the dogs out? That's like yeah. Jock Jam. <laughs> yeah. Whole CD. Gary Glitter. Yeah. I bought those. I thought they were cool. You did have when we were doing CD roulette, I peeked in one time and I saw like three jock jams. I was like, oh, I hope nobody grabs one of those oh, man. on CD roulette because I'm not gonna make it. 
All right. So, and then he went on to be like an extreme guy, right? Like he was the extreme guy. He hosted uh, the Guinness Book of World Records, like extreme version. Mm-hmm. And then he was like extreme in commercials. He did a lot of commercials. Um, Mountain Dew. Yeah. Thinking really his biggest deal is that beach body deal. And then and everything that was surrounding him had it like if there was a Z involved, if you could replace a letter with a Z, then you replace the letter with a Z. And the X was always really big. Yeah. Like, whoa, mid 90s Z's. In his career portion of his Wikipedia page, Bill Hader's Stefan character mentioning hotter than Dan Cortez is part of his career. That's about how good he's doing these days. And he apparently can sing and dance like a son of a gun, too, because he's in Demolition Man with the go into the garden, garden in the valley. Right. Yeah. So Jackie is uh, Dan Cortez handsome. I thought he looked kind of weird. Okay. Okay. He's got a butt chin. Yeah, I mean he's he's a handsome dude, I'm sure, for some okay. ladies, but I prefer the middle aged portly look. Right. Yeah, you like greasy, slimy trailer guys, so Yeah, he was much too New York for me. I, no. I need <laughs> I need a southern trailer park guy. Yeah, I think he lives in Malibu. Yeah, he's um, a LA guy. Yeah, it's he's one of those guys that's like Mostly handsome, in shape, and was able to do everything he could to not work an hour in his damn life. Good for <laughs> you, buddy. I'm glad. So who's he married to? A very normal person. Cool. Mrs. Cortez. <laughs> I looked at pictures of her, and it was like, he's still doing the beach body thing to push that. You uh-huh. can tell he's still in shape. He's starting to age. His wife gave up 10 years ago, I guess. And he's like, I'm not going to leave my wife. She's great. Yeah. Love them nachos. Uh, Let's talk about okay. some other people in this. Let's talk about some other people. The other lead, Cynthia uh-huh. Gibb. Mm-hmm. Not non a visitor. I thought it was non a visitor for a second. It wasn't. Non a visitor. The Bajoran and DS9. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Uh, no, definitely not the same person. It's not the same person. That's what she did with her career is be not somebody who's barely famous. <laughs> they, they, uh, she, She's so not famous, not a visitor, that uh, uh, the entire cast of DS9 basically is coming to Chicago Comic Con, and she's not. Oh, I would think she would show up. Did you watch that uh, documentary? No, what documentary? The DS9 documentary is awesome. About about the Bajoran uh, Kardashian War? No, yeah. it's just about the production of the show, and it has huh. the guys from B- uh, uh, Battlestar Galactica and all the writers' room, and they like do this thing where they're going to come up with a reunion episode without shooting it and see if they could still like come back and make the show and talk about the show. She's prevalent in the documentary. She loves everybody. Everybody loves her. She's like... Well, in everybody in that show is like still in they still are like we were in the best fucking show that was ever made fuck off everybody let's uh let's make it happen sneaker man is fans let's get on a visitor at chicago comic-con so i can shake her hand do it for me (laughs) go on go sneaker man email you like if you want to come over here i don't live that far from you right (laughs) bring drinks right okay well i'm down all right who else uh, Brian Kerwin, the I called him uh, in my notes, Sheriff Dumbass. 
Sheriff Dumbass. Sheriff okay. Dumbass was in One Life to Live and started to age poorly. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to talk about the people that aren't stars of this film, that are all people with high credit totals. Wait, wait, wait. What about the mayor? Yeah, the That's mayor was somebody. Don S. fucking Davis. Yeah. Major General George Hammond from SG-1. Yeah. He's a big fucking deal. And in Twin Peaks, he was, he was wasn't in, he a general. He was a in general Twin in Twin Peaks. He was a captain in the army in real life. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he was a stuntman before he was an actor. And I always thought that he was MacGyver's boss because I knew that he's really tight with Richard Dean Anderson. But no, he was not Vince, Vince uh, McGill. Dana uh, Elcare is okay. the boss in MacGyver, but he was Dana Elcare's stunt double. Bruce and, McGill, sorry, not Vince McGill. No. So what about the old lady who's running the sheriff's switchboard? I don't know who that was. She didn't come up in any of the. She's a she's a townie. <laughs> she's, she's a, a townie. townie. Yeah. <laughs> she. I thought she looked pretty familiar. Yeah. So she was like probably my favorite character. She had two lines. I know. Yeah, that's enough, I guess, in this movie. And and she had the look. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you've got the look. <laughs> so. He's got 145 credits, but he's not the total. And he had a big, you know. He Who are you talking a, about? Uh, Don S. Davis has got 151 okay. credits under his belt as an actor, mm-hmm. some as a stuntman. But because he had that long run on Stargate, you know, there was a gap there where he could have been that guy with 200 credits or whatever. So he actually doesn't have the uh, highest credit total in here. Linda Boyd, the mom of Jason, has 151. Wow. Okay. Yeah. The bad. only person of color. Lorena Gale, who you've seen in a thousand movies, apparently only 135. She's in this. Um, April she was the, the she was the waitress, right? No, she only came in for a minute and was like, "This is." She's like a. She said something about the disaster relief. She's in for like two <laughs> seconds, but she's like one of the more. Some of the extras had better careers than the leads in this thing, is what I'm saying. Yeah, right. Oh my um, gosh, John Novak, the dickhead that's the Prescott or whatever, the real estate agent. Mm-hmm. 136 on him. Colin Cunningham only has 109. He's the deputy that drives the sheriff around after his truck breaks down. But you recognize him because he's his 109. He gets long runs and in, in shows. He does a lot. Um, and then even the mom, the pregnant lady, she's got 97. Kendall Cross. So, yeah. Nice. The, the, the day players are actually day players here, whereas the main cast was... Not, I guess the ABC was trying to push these people and it didn't work out. Uh, where are you getting ABC from? That's where it aired. How do you know that? What's your source? Wikipedia and okay. IMDb. Right. Originally okay. aired uh, concurrent release with um, Dante's Peak. ABC put oh, it on okay. when Dante's Peak came out because they had a gap and they thought they could just shove this down our throats and it probably didn't work. I will say the special effects weren't markedly worse than the special effects in Dante's Peak. Yeah. Um, okay, let's go ahead and talk about those. Uh, our son declared that the lava looked like uh, kinetic sand, red kinetic sand. So well, he hasn't I wouldn't seen say that's good. Da- Dante's Peak, though. That's true. It looked bad. Mm-hmm. Volcano had better visuals than the two of these. These seem like right on par with Dante's Peak. There's just... A lot less of them. Mm-hmm. The pyroclastic cloud, uh, not bad, not bad in this. Uh, the uh, house that explodes because it was filled with hydrogen uh, looked real bad. <laughs> um, yeah. 
the guy that directed it is just a TV director, Graham Campbell. He's done a bunch of TV. The writing room, though, is interesting mm-hmm. because none of them have more than two or three writing credits because five producers put together the word salad in this bullshit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think they shuffled pages from failed projects. Yeah, uh, the real estate thing just does not fit in any form inside of this movie. And there's some tough guy talk. Like at one point, and and I'll I'll try to not because uh, we're going to talk about it later. But the the two business guys go out on the porch, and they're like, "Oh yeah, well this is just a, what a beautiful view you see in front of you." And the guy that's getting pitched is like, "Look, I've been a salesman for 20 years, and I know when a pitch is coming, so just get to the point, bud." And he's like, "A man of action. I like your style." And it's like this is the most generic cliche drivel. Like I I mean I love this script. I was like, dude. This is my tough, like, there's so much I can quote from this movie because it's just the usual language that I use every day when I'm trying to be a cheese dick. Uh, so this works for me because it's like, oh, hey, you're a guy. We should be guy guys together, guy. <laughs> uh, I accuse it of shuffling because I've, yeah, had, no, I've been in that room. I've been in the room where I don't have time to write anything. The other guy hasn't have time to write anything. And Dave would just pull pages, pull some scenes out. And at one point I was like, Dave, can I just shuffle the pages? Can I do that? And he was like, Mm -hmm. I mean, we could try. (laughs) What's the, what's the harm? And he kind of looked at me. He's like, that would actually be less lazy than what we're doing right now. Yeah. Let's give it a shot. (laughs) Couldn't tell the difference. Couldn't tell the difference. If you, if you slap scenes together that don't work together, you may as well just shuffle the pages. Mm-hmm. It works about as well. No, I agree. I totally agree. There's a lot of different things in this movie that aren't part of this movie. My well, I mean, favorite dialogue scene was them in the blazer. I guess you never noticed. Well, you didn't look long enough to notice me not <laughs> noticing, but I always loved you. And I was like, this is shit. It's total crap. Jackie. See, and my favorite was when they were like right after the first initial little earthquake happens, right? And he mm-hmm. sells pitching the the billionaire. And she goes, We have to go look for our son. He's like, I don't care about him. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well that actually that actually worked because we have to establish what a dirtbag he is so that we can like because all disaster movies have to have Three tropes. The guy who gets it right, who's predicting, oh, the disaster's coming, who nobody believes because of various circumstances in his past. Uh, B, the uh, the sheriff. Uh, who, who, oh, boy. Losing my mic. The sheriff can al- also uh, be replaced by uh, the random do-gooder, such as Stan the man checking man from Volcano itself. Yeah. Uh, and then the third guy, the bad guy that you want to die, i.e. Don Jr. in Rampage. I can't remember which is... So it's... Ernest Borgnine is... the sh- He's not really the sheriff in Poseidon Adventure, but he's the sheriff character, right? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. The, you gotta have Ernest Borgnine, you gotta have the other guy... Who I think was no Kurt Russell played the same Ernest Borgnine character in the remake. I think, mm-hmm. but yeah, you have to have your um, your hero, your sheriff. That's just like we gotta be sensible about this. And then, well, they had two of those because they had the ski patrol lady, the armed ski patrol lady in this. Well, who is she? In she the she's the 
She's the sheriff's sister. Well, I know, but like in the trope situation, is uh, she extraneous? Is she like, is her and her brother like a double sheriff? Yeah, they're they're an amalgam of of multiple characters, okay. I would say. But you also have to have the mayor who keeps the beach open. Yeah, right. and the dickhead who is so selfish that he kills himself by his own selfishness by the mm-hmm. end of it. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, are we ready to get into this? Yeah. Also, just so you know, I have uh, renamed yeah, this movie no. Cortano. <laughs> Cortano. Yeah. Uh, should we get that, or do you need to Cortez clarify? Volcano? Masha Cortano. God damn it. Jackie, I missed you. <laughs> At no point did I ever, ever miss Sam. <laughs> Cortano, that sucks. And I totally love it. Okay. Uh, so, all right. This starts out with uh, some skiers shredding some gnar. Uh, that's what they're doing for their honeymoon, I'm guessing. Oh, my God. He's like, aren't you glad that we didn't go somewhere tropical? And she's looking at him like, no, butthole. I didn't. Do you know how much weight that I had to lose to get into my wedding dress? And it's probably the best my body's ever going to look. And now I'm stuck on a goddamn ski slope. I'm wearing a marshmallow. Yeah. My face is cold. My hair is all wet because I didn't even bother to pack a ski hat. And she's like, fuck you, dude. But I love you. (laughs) Watch me catch some gnar. By the second sentence, I'm like, why are they not dead yet? You don't have to wait long. You don't. The dude is like, hey, let's go down this black diamond. She's like, but it's got a sign that says it's closed. And he's like, oh, yeah. And she's like, you're right. Let's go. <laughs> and then Plus they the bet that the person who loses the race has to give all night back rubs. So, like, they're betting <laughs> sore hands. And a Indian burn on your back. Uh. Yeah, you're you realize you guys are on your honeymoon, right? All night back rubs. You're you should be doing something else. That's that's for like thirty years down the road, and even yeah. then you're like, honey, just go to the spa. I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, Jackie, do you want to race me in skiing for all night back rubs? No, I didn't think you would because you'd lose, right? <laughs> no, it's just it, it, that's stupid. <laughs> One, I wouldn't want an all night back rub because eventually you'd be like, dude, get off of me. I'm trying to like get drunk and watch crime movies and you're oh, back that, there that's going good, yeah that's a good point well what do you think about this and you'd be trying to talk to me and i'd be like shut uh-huh. the fuck up that's a, that's a good point like i'm done just go away so do you think you could beat me in skiing i've never skied before in my life so that's not that's not the answer to the question so i'm thinking i'm probably <laughs> going to be a natural <laughs> and uh, i know about the pizza and the french fries <laughs> and I, th- I think I could do it. I think I could get up there and just kick your ass all the way down the mountain. Granted, I it, might not get down the mountain on my skis. I might just fall and turn into a giant snowball, but I'm getting down if, that mountain. If I am trying to shut down the community center for the Native American children, and the only way that it can be kept open is if one person takes me down on the mountain, would you nominate yourself? Uh, no, if it's the three of us, Sam's got to do it. Sam's got a broken ass. I'd still no, be you in a ski race. He, he's on the bench. He's on the bench. <laughs> no, no, he's not because he he just even said I can beat you. No, he so, couldn't. <laughs> I when's the last, I ski still? That's a good point. <laughs> You're not gonna fucking last. If I hit a but tree, a- you got a chance. That's the problem, Sam, is is you still ski. I never skied. I glide. Oh, fuck off. 
I never saw you off the platter pole, bud. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) One time I will I will tell a funny story. Um uh when when we were in high school and we took lifetime sports and we had to go skiing, uh I uh pretended that I had really cold hands so that my girlfriend would let me stick them up her shirt. All these things, they're so owie. Somebody help me. She's like, you here, put them up here. Save me from frostbite. Right. Them titties are the only thing on this mountain hot enough. <laughs> Keep me from having two stumps on the end of these buff arms. I might. Here's the thing. I might be a total moron. <laughs> that might be just the worst. I'm sorry, Jackie, for everything. <laughs> you poor lady. You know, we're on the second line of my notes still. Um, so she, the 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 new missus, she yard sales it into a tree, <laughs> and it's hilarious. Um, and he's like, whoa, bad crash, babe. See ya. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't even care. She's like, are you going to help me? He's like, no. And then he turns around and starts skiing and then immediately gets eaten up by the volcano mountain. (laughs) He doesn't stop. He's like, I'm not doing the back rub thing. Even if I don't make it through this, I'm not losing. Dead. (laughs) Yeah, the earth opens up and swallows them both. You know, the earth was just doing them both a favor. It was like, you're not procreating, chomp. The lady had like held on like there was supposed to be some peril that we cared about. But I was like, Please, a raccoon needs to come and peel her fingers off and be like, <laughs> peel her fingers off of what? She was clinging to the side of snow. Yeah, it would be hard. It wouldn't be very hard for the raccoon. I got tiny little human hands. All right, cut to our man Dan Cortez. Uh, I guess he's a volcanologist or just a geologist. He's a geologist. Right? Okay, all right. That apparently works in the basement of the geology awesomeness building. And he is the world's biggest fuck up because he's 50% right about major earthquakes. And volcanoes, which is like a thousand times better than everyone else. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jackie, you live in the Midwest. Uh, How many tornado warnings have we had? I think just one. No, we've had three. Uh, How many tornadoes have we had? None. None. Right. So being 50% on volcanoes blowing up, I would be like... Yeah, it's pretty good. That's really good. Sam, what's Steph Steph Curry's three point percentage? It's damn near fifty. Uh it's thirty six. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Since when? Lifetime, if now lifetime. in the NBA, if you're under forty, you're not allowed to jack him up anymore. No, it's lifetime's thirty six. Oh, thirty uh, lifetime. The- he played before the he reinvented the game. Okay. So uh he's known for the three pointer and his lifetime's thirty six percent. Is that good? It is. Would you trust would you trust the rock in Steph Curry's hands to get it in the three pointer? Ray Ray was around the same percentage, and I would have given Ray Ray the three any day of the week. Hell yeah. If you're at fifty percent predicting volcanoes, I'm like, that's the guy. You are an all star possible MVP Hall of Fame volcano predictor guy. Yeah. Also stop breathing through your mouth. <laughs> Use your nose. Get some air get some air to that brain, Dan. It's not part of the. That's uh, not part of the Hall of Fame requirements, Sam. It's just being right or wrong about volcanoes, not about closing your mouth. Yeah. All right. So he sees the signs. He's like, "Oh shit! Uh, I've got a computer model in front of me that makes no sense to the viewer, but it makes a lot of sense to my character. This thing's about to go bonkers. I should tell somebody." Um, meanwhile, 
we meet the sheriff and uh, the missus. She's pregnant. Uh, they meet at a diner and talk about Kelly and her ex-boyfriend. Spoiler alert, it's Peter, <coughs> who happens to be Dan Cortez, the geologist. Did you catch and that's his- about as good as his uh, their relationship was. That burp. The, yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> Did you catch what his full name is? Who? Uh, Peter Cortez. Slater. Cortez? It's Peter, Peter Slater. Slater. You yeah. can't do the er-er. He's yeah, already he breathing through his mouth. He's now. What about Peter Parker? Peter Parker. <laughs> Peter Parker seems to work better. There's alliteration there. There's no alliteration with yeah. Peter Slater. There's Peter only well, rhyming, and it's weird. Those two names are both like first names, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you can't have two first names for. Actually, no. Uh, the only other Slater I know is Zack Slater from Saved by the Bell. AC so. Slater. AC Slater. Right. Mm. I think that Slater. the will help Stan Cortez with the beach bod too. <laughs> I think I want right, to so change my name to Jay Slater. Jay Slater. Yeah, like AC Slater, but Jay Slater. Doctor Doctor Jay Slater. Yeah, that would be badass. Actually, I would allow that. See ya, uh, Slater. Yeah. Oh no. Ah uh, yeah. There's so many jokes I can make. Yeah. Okay. All right, so speaking of uh, their daughter, Peter Slater's uh, ex-girlfriend, her name is Kelly. Uh, She's like the mountain ski patrol lady, whatever, just general caretaker of the mountain, right? She's like the head of the mountain patrol, but it seems to be that the mountain patrol is part of the sheriff's department, and the sheriff Mm -hmm. is the sheriff. There's a couple of deputies, and then they've got like a... Squadron of Mountain Patrol. Mm-hmm. Well, because that's what the town's known for, right? It's a ski town. They have to, you know, play it safe. But they also didn't notice that, you know, two of the guests never came back. Off but the they mountain. do actually. They do actually later. They know, never go look for them. They do actually. Oh, do they? Okay. Yeah, they yeah, do. Right. But my thought is, like, don't they, like... Because I've never been skiing. But don't they like have like a, a little counter thing for every time somebody comes up and down the mountain so that they no. know no. if somebody's stuck out there? They do not. They nope. do not. They say things the like, you don't do this. You're going to have a bad time. Like right. you might die because I'm not paying attention and I'm stoned. The mountain is basically ran by the same people that run the amusement park. Pizza face teenagers. That's not true. The, they're... They have less concern at the ski hill because they're <laughs> just counting the seconds to the end of the shift when they stop running the ski lift and they get on it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Um. All right. So she's up there looking around. She's like, yeah, there's signs of weird stuff happening. Like, like this dead raccoon. It's check this one out. It's chunky. This one's really chunky. She's finding chunky dead raccoons. What is chunky? chunky? What is chunky? I guess it was fat. She said it was fat later. She's like, this one wasn't having a hard time finding food. It was big. (laughs) (laughs) Chunky butter. Didn't miss a meal. What what does that have to do with anything? Well, it didn't die of starvation, I guess, on the top of the mountain. Like, at first when this happens, I'm like, dead raccoon on the mountain. What the fuck? And then she's like, oh, it must have been poison. And I was like, yeah, that's pretty much the only way a raccoon would die in its natural environment. Right. Yeah. Like, uh, well, well, it could always die of starvation, said the guy on the ground. 
No, raccoons are notorious for not ever dying of star starvation. Animals are pretty good about eating food. I don't know if that guy has much <laughs> authority in critters, but uh, I don't hear a lot about him starving to death. Well, didn't he say something dumb like, maybe it got tired of eating nuts and berries, so it just decided to die? Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, nuts and berries? These things eat trash, man. You're the dumbest person I work with by a lot. Wow. What an idiot. And she's like, they're probably poisoning the trash cans. I've never heard of somebody going out and pouring poison on their trash just to make sure. Yeah. Right. Well, that's um, not what's happening. I've heard tale of people poisoning their trash cans because they got tired of the raccoons getting into them. We yeah. just left out the cheapest dog food ever away from the trash. And that it was like they were it was like the raccoons at our place in Garden Valley were running a protection racket. Mm -hmm. So we just fed them dog food so they wouldn't fuck with our trash cans. <laughs> <laughs> You're behind this month, Sam. Know that you're not feeding a raccoon that likes to be fed a lot. <laughs> okay, so uh, Dr. Peter, he calls in to the, uh, the people who don't believe him and say the mountain's got to blow. And they're like, uh, I'll be right down and we'll talk about it. And she's like, she gets there, she's like, You've been wrong before, Buster. And he's like, God, do we have to do this in every single movie? Uh, yeah, it's a disaster movie, bud. This is what we do. Um, I guess it doesn't work if you're just right or we don't even have your character in this movie. And the mountain just blows up on its own. And everybody's like, shit, that mountain blew up on its own because it's the same goddamn result when we don't believe you. So I don't even know what the point of your character is. How about we have a guy in a movie about disasters that just runs around punching guys? That's something we haven't tried before. And Dan Cortez is like, uh, well, that's not what we're doing here, lady. You got to not believe me. He's like, and I'm, that's the end of that scene. I'm Dan Cortez. You're obviously looking for Treat Williams. Right. <laughs> and uh, the mayor's like, no, I'm not going to clear the beaches. We got a bunch of people coming in this weekend. Uh, the tour is tour season, which like there's snow on the ground. So it's not tour. It's skiing season, asshole. Um, and then Kelly is worried and she's like, no, you got to close the beaches because all these animals are dying. There's something going on, but I won't listen to my ex-boyfriend who's a volcanologist because he's my ex-boyfriend, and he was wrong that one time. Uh, Shasta. Do you remember yeah. oh, Shasta? Right. The cola or the town? <laughs> Both delightful. <laughs> so Bill and Brenda, this is where we get uh, some important stuff happening. Bill and Brenda show up, and... Uh, they're like, all right, uh, thanks for inviting us to this town. Jason's dad, whose name I never freaking caught the entire movie. He's just Jason's dickhead dad. Yeah. And they're like, Corbin. Oh, Corbin. Okay. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Uh, they're like, well, it's good that we're finally here. Now, how about we get this, uh, get to the point of why we're here? Wait a minute. Where's your son? Because I don't talk to anybody that doesn't have a son. Because the guy. The dad is like, before they show up, son, I've got a big client meeting coming in and we got to pretend that we're a family at least. And the kid's like, dude, I just want to listen to my Walkman and sit in this chair. And the dad's like, nope, you got to go to dinner with us and you better be there on time. So they walk out to Bill and Brenda and the dad's like, oh, Bill and Brenda, so good to meet you or have you here. Uh, welcome to our humble little village. Uh, wait, 
honey, where's Jason? Oh, I think he ran off with his friends. And then they cut to Bill, and Bill's got a dirty look on his face like, well, shit, I flew all this way to meet a family. Yeah. Why don't, where's this family we're talking about? This sale won't go down without that dickhead kid. <laughs> yeah, where's that kid? Get him in here. It's so bug. Okay. They cut to the, this is where they cut over to um, Cortez and the mayor yelling at each other, right? Mm-hmm. Donut demo. Right? He's like, see this hole here? It's like a volcano, but it's like a jelly-filled donut. And like, there's like pressure, and he sprays donut on General Hammond's face and doesn't eat the donut. Dick move. Oh, man. I was wrong. That's way later. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah, it's way later. <laughs> That's my next note from this sale won't go down without this dickhead kid. <laughs> I took like two and a half pages of notes just to stay awake through this fucking thing. <laughs> um, all right, so... There's some more gas erupting, and there's birds dropping dead, and uh, Kelly finds Peter in the ranger station, like, oh, I came up here to look at gas stuff, and she's like, what are you doing here, Buster? You're under arrest, and she pulls a gun on him, and she's like, wait, you're my ex-boyfriend. Um, I'll go ahead and keep the gun on you, and then she handcuffs him, brings him into town, and Kelly gets to notice that the skier's gone missing, and she's like, well, I'm going up there, and Peter's like, well, I'm going to go up there with you, too, because of these dead birds and stuff. I bet you that's related, and she's like, no, I'm good, uh, so she goes up, and the patrol is like, uh, hey, lady, we found this bent ski pole, and she's like, dude, I find this is a mountain. We find bent ski poles all the time. They're rentals. Nobody gives a crap about them. Most of the time, they're used for sword fighting from teenagers. Little man on the totem pole doesn't get to run the ski lift yet. They have to go gather up the ski poles. Right. It's like actually like there's like the cart person at a grocery store. Ski hills have uh-huh. that. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they're, well, there's something weird going on because of this bent ski pole, but they don't have time to answer that because toxic gas is coming up. <laughs> There's a cowboy. There's a cowboy <laughs> ski patrol guy. He goes down second. The other guy goes down first, and he's like, "Oh, that doesn't smell good. Let me inhale deeply and then fall uh-huh. over." <laughs> Meanwhile, Dan Cortez has made the most egregious error one can make when skiing. Mm-hmm. He's gone up in jeans. <laughs> Denim is like a snow sponge. Being in snow in jeans is literally the worst. There's nothing worse. Shorts is a better idea. Um, shorts is a better idea than jeans. Um, you ever swam in jeans as well? Zane? Yeah, it's not good. They're sponges. They're they are not good for water. Uh, no, but skiing skiing's really bad in jeans. Even cutoffs that are cut off so short that your balls hang mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. They turn into like a 50 pound weight and then you're just a naked guy because they're coming right the fuck off. Uh, I can't think of anything that's worse to ski in than jeans. The very first time I went skiing, I was like, this will work. I'll wear sweatpants and jeans. What a fucking terrible mistake. Did your hands get cold though? No, my hands felt great compared to my lower I know, body. A sweet move to warm it was them up. <laughs> like I, the people at the ski hill were like, "Really, kid? Fuck!" And they found like the biggest trash bag that they could, and put it over me so that at least 
only like my knees down would, but it didn't matter. Mm-hmm. That was just a big, the whole inside of the trash bag, my body was a giant water sponge because you stay warm See, enough that the snow sticks to the de- denim because it's a snow sponge and then it melts. Uh-huh. And it's like you got into a pool wearing a sweatsuit and a Canadian tuxedo at the same time. See, here's what you do is you get denim gloves. Then you have a reason for your hands being so cold and the ladies will never, never detect your deception. But if you're like, hey, wow, my calves are really cold from these denim jeans. Well, you can't just ram a couple calves, you know, your your ankles into a lady's shirt. The problem with the denim gloves would be that you couldn't grab the ski ball or anything. <laughs> like, I can't use my hands anymore. I'm wearing denim gloves. <laughs> See, this is all the fun stuff you missed on the ski mountain, Jackie. It doesn't sound very fun. <laughs> and, you know, I my thing was is I would want to just hang out. And if I was in high school, I just want to hang out and look at boys. I, I wouldn't want to go skiing. I fucking hate the snow. That's what you do in the lodge. You uh, go to the lodge and uh, drink cocoa and look out the window. Yeah, like, I like to look at snow. I like to be out in it. I, I don't want to, I don't like to sled or any of that shit. I like to shop. Maybe. And wintertime is great for shopping because there's nothing else to do. Well, don't shop for jeans. No. Oh, no, never. Unless and the skinny leg side. jeans, skinny leg jeans have been the best invention ever because they stop right at your ankle, right where your shoe comes up to. And so, you know, you don't even have to drag your pant legs through the snow anymore. Hmm. Uh, somebody should put that to the test. Are skinny jeans good for skiing? Yes or no? <laughs> well, I mean, they wear tights in the Olympics. True. All right. Uh, this movie is taking place. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, Peter skis up. She see he sees all of them passed out in the snow and he's like, uh, uh, I can breathe carbon monoxide or whatever the poison is. And skis up there, grabs Kelly, pulls her to safety, pulls the other guys to safety and then lights a flare. And he's like, Ah, Willem Dafoe, come pick us up. The whole time he's fucking up because he grabs the radio and he's like, Son to Chopper! And then he throws the radio. (laughs) You're like, and on the radio, there's like, Where are you to send the Chopper? And then he's like, Flare! (laughs) He could have been like, "Uh, I'm at C23. And they're like, Oh yeah, we'll just be right over. I personally like that he assumes that this small shithole town has a chopper. It does. Well, apparently they do. Did they? There's no airport there. True. I never saw the chopper. Was there a chopper? I don't think there no, was a chopper. No, they were just like cut to being in the infirmary. Yeah, they, I guess it came and got them and didn't have Which a scene in that movie. Looks like the cafeteria of the ski lodge. Mm hmm. That they just converted. Right. <laughs> They're like, well, yeah. we got more than two people, so we're going to have to go into overflow into the cafeteria. Okay, so then Jason arrives for dinner. He's like, hey, guys, I was out hanging out with my friend. Sorry I'm late. I was sitting in a chair listening to music, and Dad was like, about time you got here. Hey, Bill, let's go uh, have some cigars and cognac. See, I have <laughs> let's a Let's go kid. do the, the man thing. <laughs> like, wait, I... Just got here for dinner. I thought that was the whole point of why you were pissed at me that I wasn't here for dinner. And you're like, oh, well, now that Jason's here, let's fuck off. Well, real men can't do a deal without shitting on their families first. So, right. 
Jason, you stay here with the ladies who I just told to go shopping or something. Yeah, don't go shred because his friends were like shredding the gnar. Uh huh. Uh. And Jason's like, I just sat down for dinner. How about I have dinner? Is that an option? Nope. <laughs> and then uh, Corbin pitches Bill, and he's like, "Here's the thing. This town is waiting to happen. Uh, it seems like it's pretty busy already, pal. But uh, 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 I got an idea for you. Invest in this town, or in me, or whatever. And if you get in now, things are selling at seventy-five dollars a square foot." My God. You know what we just paid for our house, Sam? Huh. It's a house in a town. $98 per square foot. You know what we sold our house in Boise for? $250 per square foot. You know what that shit cost in Vail that we just drove through? I couldn't. It's an actual ski resort. I couldn't imagine. Probably five six dollars $600 per square foot. $75. Could you imagine buying into the ski town at 75 And then in the year 2022, you're like, kablam, I'm rich AF. Yeah. And he's also like, oh, 30% return on $10 million. And he's like, I like 40 better. And I'm like, huh. So that used to be 500? reasonable business because now no one will do a deal unless they're going to get 10,000% return in two years. I mean, like. Could you imagine in 1997 buying into Vale or Aspen or any of those bastards at $75 per square foot? Wowie, wow, wow. We used to, when we graduated high school, we could have bought an acre in our town for um, $14,000. would have got you an acre. Mm-hmm. You can still buy an acre in uh, Southern California for a thousand dollars. You can. It's just that there's no water. It's in the Yuma Desert. It's in the desert. Yeah, you can actually yeah. get into where you're getting like a hundred acres for like eighteen grand, but it's just dirt mm-hmm. and there's no road to mm-hmm. it or water, and you're gonna die. Gonna die <laughs> from lack of water. <laughs> Yuma. There might uh, Yuma die. <laughs> yeah, Yuma die, and the beast of Zucca Flats is gonna get you. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I couldn't believe when he said that. So they go and meet the mayor and the mayor's like, oh, I love, I love business in my town. Business, business, business. And then the next day, that's when the mayor's like, Peter, you are a dickhead. You're always wrong. And Peter's like, uh, yeah, well, look at this volcano. It's called a, it's called a crueler. <laughs> Squirts him right oh! in the I thought it was funny. I was like, this is probably the funniest part of this movie so far. Yeah, it was, it was pretty funny. He just storms out with a jelly donut on his uh-huh. face. He's like, oh, I heard you were Mr. 50%. That's pretty good for coin tosses. <laughs> so I'm not going to listen to you. And they never say whether Peter is like actually uh, a geologist or if he's just the janitor that happened to be watching the computer for right. the guy who right. was in the bathroom. Because like he's calling the other lady doctor, but they don't they don't say anything like that to him. Yeah, they don't say Dr. Slater ever. He might just have a master's in geology. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Good enough. Good enough to well, get it right one time, Peter. I think that he was part of a rockhound group, and mm-hmm. they were out on a scavenger hunt, and they're like, hey, you know, we've got some openings in the geology department. You want a you job? 
Just watching the computer screen? Good enough for us. <laughs> and good enough to predict to predict Kilimanjaro, Jackie. Yeah. Here's the deal. If you can stay awake through these four classes about rocks, we're going to give you a degree. <laughs> Most people can't do it. I took a W in geology. Got past the, you know, the freebie. I'm going to take, I'm going to switch classes or whatever. It's like, mm-hmm. I can do this. I can do it. And I was like, I can't stay awake when people are just talking <laughs> about rocks. This is impossible. All right, so they head up, Peter and Kelly head up to the computer station and uh, to check things out. And I don't know why there's a computer station up high on the mountain. That's where they keep the computer. And it doesn't even have, it's got a working computer, but they're, they don't have heat. Like, they don't have propane heat because they're breathing out, you know, whatever that's called, vapor, air vapor. This is uh, like a shanty shack that the weird guy on top of the mountain lives in that's got, like, animal hides everywhere He's going to rape you a couple of times, but then he'll let you go because he's a nice guy. I, oh, he's a nice guy. I think it's the nice rapist. Yeah. No, I think it's a it's a Forest Service lookout, but they've mm-hmm. uh, got a computer in there because because of all of the active geology and volcanism, there's telemetry mm-hmm. stations, right? which are just barrels and TV antennas. They're like, my God, it's about to get worse. And it does. Earthquake. Ah. Uh! Uh, everything's shaking. The camera's shaking real hard. Things are falling off. And then the tree smashes into the station. And they're like, shit, we almost got crushed. And now the station's on fire because you were making soup. The soup. <laughs> we've lost some birds. We've lost a raccoon. And now we've lost some soup. Soup, the soup. <laughs> no, it's on fire. What was that? It's my gasoline soup. I make it all the time. They don't Dang it. try to stop this from burning down in any way. They just leave. And they then they leave. go outside and there's like part of a tree on the blazer. Just like, oh, mm-hmm. no, we'll have to get out another way. We'll never get out. And he doesn't turn to her and go, ma'am, that's a K5 blazer. That's not even a fucking speed bump to that thing. Lone Wolf McQuaid. Drove, well, his was a Ram Charger, but it's about the same goddamn thing. He drove it out of the goddamn uh-huh. ground. He did drive it out of the ground. And also, if, you, if you're ever stuck on a mountain uh, and, you're cu- and your uh, escape route is covered in snow, you got to look to, you got to look out and say, uh, the way is, uh, way is clogged up. I, I'm going to have to get her out on the Falcon. You got to say that. Yeah, you have to. You only get so many times to say, I got to get her out on the and Falcon. And then your K5 Blazer has Falcon on the license plate. That would be bitching. It would be bitching, and that blazer isn't getting fucking stuck. <laughs> and then you jump it off a snowbank so high that it looks like you're taking off, and and some guy dressed all in white, he's like, hey, look, I'm kind of like a stormtrooper. He's like, oh, there goes the Millennium Falcon, but it's just a blazer, and it comes back down, yeah. and you're like, holy shit. <laughs> you just jumped out over my house. I love you. <laughs> So they get on a snowmobile and take off, and then the freaking station explodes. Well, the reason she didn't want to take the blazer is because she was like, I've heard of this trick, and I can get him back. If I'm like, if your hands are cold, you can use my shirt <laughs> as we drive around on this on this snowmobile. He's like, well, yeah, no, my hands are fine because I just warmed them up against that house that exploded. So that's, I'm good there. Thanks. Yeah. Ooh, toasty. She actually mm. didn't take the blazer because she's like, if I have to hear that dashboard rattle anymore, I'm going to fucking kill somebody. <laughs> <laughs> so people are panicked back in town. 
and because I guess there's a power line down and it's blocking the road, even though later there's something else that's even blocking the road, and they can't leave, uh, and there's smoke on the mountain, and Peter's got to get up there. Uh, I got to take a look. And Chase's dad is passing time at the bar, and he's like, Ugh, gotta suck at business. I'm up to my eyeballs. I'm leveraged up to my eyeballs. And that's when yeah. he, you know, he's getting a second drink, right? Mm-hmm. And the bartender looks at him and goes, up to your eyeballs, huh? Uh, are yeah. you sure you can pay this tab, sir? <laughs> I'm going to have to get payment as we go now. The mayor's got my back. <laughs> oh, oh, leveraged up to my eyeballs. I meant, uh, uh, I'm, uh, my teeth are swimming. That's what I meant. Uh, I'm up to my teeth and pee, not debt. Not debt, not debt. I'm good for this drink. Can I have another? Please. And then uh, I'll buy business guys drink too. So, yeah, so Bill walks in, and the dad is still pitching. He's like, oh, it's not too late. This place is going to be really cool, even though there's earthquakes and stuff. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about that earthquake. What are the odds of that ever happening again? Earthquake! <laughs> I more blame- food has been destroyed. <laughs> We've lost more food in this movie than animals or bodies so far. <laughs> and the liquor that was lost. Right. I mean, I think yeah. we should just have a moment of silence for all the booze that took a hit during this tragedy uh corbin's like oh thank god for the volcano because now the the, all that booze has fallen on top of the notepad that the bartender was writing my drinks down on to charge me later that's now gone boom shakalaka but don't forget that the light fixture falls and bill is such an awesome guy instead of trying to save the financier he dives underneath him and the financier gets hit in the head <laughs> by the light, by the light thing. And then he gets up and he's like, oh no, oh my God, no. And the back of his head is just flopping. It was really gross. <laughs> uh, also up on the hill, uh, Kelly and Peter, they get blown to safety. That was pretty fun. Yeah, they seem like they should be dead. Yeah, I think they're dead. Skewered by a tree branch. Uh, but instead, they uh, they wake up and it's spring outside where they're at. That's interesting. They got blown all the way into freaking April. Yeah, uh, it was such a big explosion that it blew all the snow off the mountain. <laughs> yeah. Also, Peter uh, revives her by the best thing that you can do to a person who's unconscious. He just starts shaking her, uh-huh. making sure that if her neck is broken, that it will sever sever the spinal cord. Uh. While while I'm shaking you, I will use my very cold hands up your shirt to, uh, you know, it's a, it's a double, you know, I'm going to shake you and warm up my toasty hands in your bosom. Yay. He did do a boob grab. It would seem inadvertent, though, earlier when they were in the pass out from the CO2 earlier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He like ran from her to another guy and he basically like pushed off. To get back up and run to the other guy with her boob. <laughs> Oops. So they uh, they walk up to the caldera and they're like, my God. Uh, back at the lodge, Bill is dead. And uh, so are Jason's dad's hopes of fortunes. Uh, and then we get our first, uh, well, our only mention of the pyroclastic flow. As uh, also mentioned in our volcano and Dante's Peak episode. We got to bring that up. <clears throat> Pyroclastic flow. Anybody like pyroclastic? Geology, flow? <laughs> action. 
Oh, I'm sorry. I fell asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Peter and uh, Kelly are not falling asleep because in order to cross the lava river that's running down the now first time mentioned ravine in this movie, uh, the only way they can get across it is by crossing a log. That's a log bridge. Parallel. reasonable. And I like how he's such a gentleman that he lets her go first. Yeah, he gives like, her a kiss for luck, and then he's like, "Okay, now you get on that log and see if it's stable." He doesn't even say that. He gives her a kiss and then just kind of like doesn't push, but like you know, just enough to guide someone into like, hmm, maybe maybe we you go. Yep, you we go could both first. go at the same time, or just you could go first. That's right, just in case the log's not stable enough. <laughs> Well, she makes it fine, but then he falls while he's crossing and uses his balls to catch himself. That's where the wiener push-ups really came in handy. Oh, there it is. <laughs> so, okay, don't worry. I have my wife speed bag me. These nuts are flatter than pancakes already. <laughs> uh, then the sheriff... Do you guys like that? What, speed bagging? No, we do not. Oh, no. Okay, just checking. Man, do we even care about all the peril? No, the, no. the most exciting thing that happens next is the sheriff runs in and he's like, Helen, you don't smoke. And she's like, I think today is a pretty good day to start. Mm-hmm. But then she like murmurs to herself, I've been smoking a pack a day for 35 years. What the fuck? Yeah, now the road is blocked by debris, like rubble. And, and pregnant lady. Was a, and a pregnant lady. There's a pregnant lady in the car, and the sheriff's like, God, if I could only find my wife, little did he know that she's trapped under the rubble. But not really. Passenger door's fine. She's okay. She just got unconscious from... Um, volcanoes. From volcanoes. Uh, yeah, but the old lady that's smoking, right? Mm-hmm. He's, he's like, do you think that she made it out? And she's like... Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then you look at her face and she's like, God, I hate lying to this asshole. (laughs) Leave me alone. I'm trying to smoke. Get out of here. Yeah. And then Jason finds his mom trapped under a beam and she's like, oh, get this thing off of me. He's like, I'm just a little kid. I'm only like, I got to learn experiment. So that means I'm at least 16, even in 1997. Uh, And And she says, quit doing that. You're hurting me. Yeah. Also, why is there an I-beam in a log cabin? Right? A steel beam, they say. Huh. Overbuilding them up there, eh? Uh, and so he's like, I'll get in the Cadillac and hot dog it out of here. And they, he goes out and he finds the pregnant lady who's well, gotten out of the car and is walking around. She's like, oh, no, my tummy. I'm about to poop out a baby. He's like, get in, lady. I'll pour some hot water for you. And she's like, see, that's just a thing that, that people tell adults to say or that adults tell kids to say to get them out of the room while I spit a baby out of my vagina. Go boil some water, kid. Yeah. But, you know, she had that baby without even taking off her pants. So pretty <laughs> I impressive. Down. I wrote down, if she had tries to have this baby without taking off those pants, this whole thing's going to get worse. Well, she can't Much- take off the pants, Sam, because she was wearing jeans and snow. Yeah, they're hard to get on. off after you get them spongified. Yeah, the zipper is now frozen. There's also a part we missed where the kids, like his mom walks in before they get trapped and their house falls apart, where he's like, this is all my fault. And she's like, no, your dad's an asshole. And I'm like, 
volcanoes aren't anybody's fault, and being an asshole doesn't make volcanoes either. No, you don't understand, Sam. That's it's it's my dad's disappointment. If I just made him happy and he could have been proud of me, the situation would have never happened. Volcano. Everything would have worked out. Volcano. <laughs> Your dad was an asshole when I married him. Volcano. Yeah. Why did you marry so, him? Volcano. Yeah. Volcano. You know, and son, then- it's just been a big misunderstanding. I'm sorry I've been neglectful and cats in the cradle and all that sort of stuff. But here's the thing. I am really proud of you and I will love you for who you are the rest of your life. Volcano. <laughs> Stop touching me. That hurts. Volcano. <laughs> Good thing we have an all-wheel drive STS. Then, Volcano. so he's got, like, he just drives her to, like, the house down the road rather than back to where they came from mm-hmm. to see if there was possibly a way to help. And then he gets on the radio, gets the sheriff on the radio, and he's like, my mom's trapped. That is all I have to say. <laughs> Goodbye. And this lady I just met spit out a baby. Through she pants. Pooped. Yeah, th- she pooped it out. Because I don't know how that works. Um, uh, you know, this resolves itself nicely with uh, apparently Peter and Kelly end up at the other house. Mm-hmm. Make some really goofy way of picking up the I-beam that would be harder than just picking up the one side of it. And then uh, if he's got a beach body, he should be able to handle one side of that I-beam. True. Uh, they are rescued. Everybody's rescued. Next thing you see, the sheriff's talking to his wife. She's got a baby. Pretty sure the stork brought that one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it came out of nowhere. Um, Jason and their mom, they're like, Mom, I'm so glad you're okay. And Jason's dad walks up, Corbin. He's like, guys, I'm so glad to see you. And they're both like, go to hell. I'd like to back up a little bit because they break into the cabin and there's like this weird bear in the corner. It's like, ah. So I want to imagine that what happens off screen that we didn't get to see is he's like going back to his idea of boiling the water and she just shoots the baby out and the bear catches it. <laughs> it's like, oh, the visitor center. <laughs> Wild things happen. Okay. So uh, the second eruption's coming. Uh, Peter's like, oh shit. Uh, we got to evac all these people. And they're like, no, we can't get them out of here. The road's blocked. And Kelly's like, uh, Wait, block? Road, block, block. We could block? I've got an idea. And so she's going to plug the volcano up with snow. No, she's not. No, she's not. She's, she's going to stop it with snow. She's yeah, gonna, she's going to... So what we need to concentrate on is that for all of the volcanoes we movies we watched, the other people were all like... Yeah, it's a natural disaster. We'll have to evacuate people and hope we can do the best. Mm-hmm. Kelly's like, fuck that shit. These freewheeling volcanoes have been running amok long enough. We're <laughs> taking the fight to them. Because <laughs> that's what she's doing. She's taking the fight to the volcano. And then she's like, I have these flares that I've converted into grenades. And the sheriff's like, you're fucking nuts. What the fuck were you going to do with those if... You didn't have to take a fight to a volcano. And she's like, yeah, that's why the last mountain lodge blew up so fast. And I was trying to just push you out because I knew that uh, my flares were back there. That's where I kept my depth charges. 
Uh, so they snowmobile up with these charges and they start chucking them into the snow. And she's like, now ski. And it causes an avalanche. And they outrun the avalanche, except for Dan Cortez. He's like, go on without me because I just yard sailed. And uh, <laughs> What's yard sail? It's when you it's when you wreck so bad yeah. that all your shit flies off <laughs> yeah. of you and people can just pick it up. Oh my god. <laughs> it happens. Sprawl, you're sprawled out going, ow! <laughs> Everybody's just taking your stuff. <laughs> Usually... There's like a 13-year-old kid that brings your first ski back, and he's like, you okay? And then he teaches you how to ski better. Right. Damn it. Because he's the only one that's worried. Everybody else on the mountain's a dickhead. Yeah, skiing does not sound awesome. It's so awesome, Jackie. I, oh, man. You it's fun. It. It's a it's lot so of fun. fun. It's so fun. Uh, so Jason's dad sees the lava coming and he's like, wait, lava over here? Avalanche over here? Give me that snowmobile, bro. I'm out of here. Yeah. Yeah, he pushes the guy off the snowmobile. And then he just does, he just drives straight into the lava. He jumps into the middle of the bullshit. Like, I'm going to get out of here by killing myself. (laughs) What the fuck? And that's when you're the happiest in this movie. But you kind of wish that he would have had a, a better death. So oh, yeah, absolutely. I was thinking, you know, because in Volcano, uh-huh. Stan the Man, the man chucker, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. I was kind of hoping that the dad was going to get hit in the face by some stray lava that didn't quite get done with the snow. Uh-huh. And then it was going to burn off of his face and he would be screaming and everybody would just be like, Fuck that guy. See, I think whenever you kill off the guy that you want, that everybody wants to die in the in the disaster movie, you got to give him hope. Like the, I made it moment. So he, I, what I would do is I would have him jump over the lava flow in slow motion and get this look on his face like, I'm going to make it. And then a, a, a shot of uh, just one of those lava bombs just totally comes out and takes out the snowmobile. And then he just does the comedy fall straight into the lava and goes, oh, the one ring to rule them all. Yeah. Or he gets hit in the face by a bird. Oh, a one bird taking birds. him off. That would be good. Yeah. yeah. And then it just <laughs> knocks him off. Uh-huh. I like that idea, too. But they didn't do that. It's just this cut of, like, I think he died by lava. Sure. Well, what happens is the lava and the avalanche run into each other right in the center of town, and that mm-hmm. somehow still works out for everybody. Yeah, and then so- years later, uh, the Sci-Fi Channel will build years of programming off of things just like this one scene done stupider and more entertaining. Because well, this could have been called Avalanche versus Volcano. You you must have watched a different cut of this movie, because what happened on in in my notes is... Uh, the, the lava flow comes and the avalanche hits it and that creates a vapor cloud that, uh, uh, explodes, uh, where trapped steam causes a rupture in the ground, uh, and, uh, uh, that explodes the entire mountain, which causes, sends ash and lava bombs all the way to Denver. Mm-hmm. And then Colorado's basically wiped off the mount, mount, off the map in an instant. But even worse is the shift in the, the tectonic plates, which causes the Yellowstone volcano to erupt and ends the entire, all of life on the entire planet. Yeah. That was the cut I saw. 
No, they just, it like breaks the windows in the lodge. You cannot stop lava with snow. You can't. It is stupid. Even if it wasn't for the instant vaporization you know of what? huge You're amounts of water. one of which those is- assholes that's just going to let these volcanoes keep freewheeling <laughs> all over the fucking place because you don't have the balls to take the fight to the volcano. Exactly. Well said, Sam. This guy's a wiener. I mean, if we left it up to him, we'd all die. Hey, man, volcanoes have a right to be volcanoes, just like you have a right to be Jackie and Sam, man. No, they don't. You gotta get out out of their way, bro. They're just trying to be volcanoes, man, and it's not your right to take that away from him. Shut up, you hippie, free-loving weirdo. (laughs) No, we're gonna read about me two years from now when I cause a chain of volcanoes to blow up by trying to blow up one of them and it turns out it makes them blow up more mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and that's the end of the movie so no Dan just like walks down and he's like hey I guess it missed me what can I get a ride <laughs> what the fuck how did you which part like it didn't miss anything it fucking destroyed the lodge still he just like walked through it like oh I guess I'm alright like, how the fuck did he make it down the mountain? Maybe it just passed over him. And why There's did so much I, snow that it just passed over him. Not get to see Jock Jam's Nar ride a wave of avalanche Kano. Right. Right. That's why I showed up. It, it was right there. It's low-laying fruit, and ABC couldn't pull that one off the tree. P.U. P.U. <laughs> And then they're like, I'm due for a vacation. And he's like, yeah, let's go to Hawaii. And then she's like, there's a volcano in Hawaii. You son of a bitch. You're just taking your job over me again. And then she storms off and he's like, hey, wait, we can work it out. Can I still get that ride into town? (laughs) Because I heard the National Guard was going to have the rock pile cleared off in like three hours. My my car's still buried in snow on the mountain from the avalanche you caused. All right, uh, who's got questions? Uh, that was my only question. How the fuck did he make it down? Uh, I'm taking Jackie's theory. It's just snow just went right over him, and he was like, what? Um, would you still invest in Angel Lake after all this? It's probably not going to go off for another 200 years, so yes. Hell yeah, I would. I bet you I could buy into that place at like now $25 a square oh, foot. Oh, yeah. Kablam! Veil number two. Probably Wowie by wow. the lodge, even though it's a total loss mm-hmm. for nothing. Nothing. Still get all the ski lift equipment back operable. You'd be on like a 45 year for a, uh, a rehabilitation, property rehabilitation loan. You'd be, you'd, you'd make a killing on this place now. Right. Not to mention all the, like the lava that hardens eventually. And uh, you could, like, make that part of your marketing, like, ski on top of a lava flow, bro. Well, now you've got a secondary uh, attraction for the summer, right? Is mm-hmm. come and see the lava. Right. And hike up to the volcano that's no longer active, right? But you could divert the ski equipment, the little belt thing, whatever that's called, right? The Where little you sit belt, on- belt the thing. Ski, the ski lift? The belt thing the is the platter pole. The, the belt the thing. ski lift is the one you sit in. Yeah, the ski lift. And 
then people could just take it up there and like poke around, maybe get a volcanic rock to take mm-hmm. back to their oh, yeah. house with them. I mean, they could sell the rocks at a gift shop in town. Yep. That are, you know, this place uh, have been carved. Cap. I have think been carved you guys, into like, you're thinking too small, Jackie. Many of these ski mountains that are like, oh, we got to do something in the summer. They've got mountain bike. They're putting roller coasters on there now because why mm-hmm. the fuck not? Imagine that volcano roller coaster. Come on. You'll make Volcan- a Oh, God. So much money. Volcano coaster. Hell yeah. Either Cash that or you can do fist. Jeep rides into the volcano. And then, and speaking of Jeeps also and the volcano, you could also just make uh, dinosaurs. Just hire guys to dress up like dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, and jump at them as they're going. That's gonna be way fucking volcano. cheaper. We're talking about ten thousand percent profit, not like maybe a disaster that already on top of another disaster. No, it's fucking. You're in a roller coaster. It could be a fucking furry. They're not gonna know the difference. Yeah, you get one of those hundred dollar uh, T Rex suits. Put them on a guy, the inflatable ones. Uh, Jackie, you got any questions? Do they get married? <laughs> no. <laughs> They're oh, both well. too stupid to find the door of a car. <laughs> I don't know if they uh, could sign the papers, even if they wanted to. And also, Kelly, she's a fine girl. What a good wife she would be. But his love, his life, and his lady is volcanoes. The mm. lava sea. Mm-hmm, the lava sea. Uh, so do you think that... Uh, and here's my second question of relationships. So mom trapped under a beam, right? Jason's mom mm-hmm. and Jason, we're going to leave Jason's dad. But mm-hmm. now that he's dead, mm-hmm. we think, we think, is she like just going to make bank? She's going to make bank off the insurance to the house and the life insurance. Yeah. And they're moving to Florida. They're moving to some place that doesn't have natural disasters. They're, they moved. To, they moved to fucking Long Beach. They're in the Sierra Nevadas. They say that. So this is California. So they moved to fucking Long Beach. That's what happens. He learns how to gnar it on a wave. Likes it better. Sees a shark one time. Doesn't get eaten. Stays on the Queen Mary while they look for a house. Sees a bum dropping needles on the beach. He's like, cool, bro. Santa Monica. That's okay. Um, is Dane Cook just Dan Cortez with one of those face-off surgeries? No, Dan Cortez is the in, same guy. No, Dan Cortez is in way better shape. He can sing and dance. Dane Cook is a man piece who of shit. people thought was funny and hasn't been in a while. Think about it, though. Dan Cortez kind of disappeared, and Dan Dane. Cortez, Cook, it wouldn't be that ludicrous that it's a face-off scenario for... Um, no, because Dan for- Cortez is doing the beach body thing. Okay, all right, all right. I thought they were kind of the same guy. Like, after Dan Cortez left my environment, Dane, this Dane Cook came guy came in and started pissing me off. Here's why they're not the same guy. If Dan Cortez called me on the phone and wanted to come over, I'd be like, oh, yeah, come on over. Dan Cortez, what if he was still all, like, extreme and stuff? Like... Sam, get all extreme right now. Like S- Sam really? would be like, yeah, I'm going to get extreme with these tacos. I'm going to get extreme <laughs> with these high lifes. You can, I mean, there's some, 
there's a treadmill over there. Would you rather have a high life? You'd be like, okay, no, wait. What are you going to barbecue? I'd be like this. You're like, okay, well, I'm going to have a cheat day. <laughs> Steamed hams. Yep. <laughs> All right. Last question for me. Uh, has your favorite volcano movie changed because of this movie? I shoot back a question. <laughs> Do you have a favorite volcano movie? Yeah, I think I do. I think it's called Volcano. Okay. I did not like this movie at all, so no. Okay. Jackie, you still, uh, Volcano, still your one? Yeah, it is. Okay. What's Magma? Yeah, Magma. It's it's pretty hard to beat. Leading into final recommendations, I'll start with Jax. Oh, God, no. There's no redeeming qualities about this movie. There's no... You know, you're just fucking bored. And then something weird happens and you're like, okay. I don't care about Jason dying in the earthquake. And then Jason's the guy, dad or Jason yeah, himself? Jason's dad. Okay. Telling, you know, the wife, I don't care about Jason. And he says it really loud so that Jason hears, the wife hears, and the uh, primary investor. Like mm-hmm. that, that is the point in the movie where you're like, oh, okay, something happened. And that's like over halfway through. <laughs> so I I'm not gonna give it a recommend. I I was pretty bored. All right, Sammy. I had already decided that it was gonna be a don't, but I was like, oh man, they're gonna take the fight to the volcano. If this is good enough, this part will be on YouTube, and I'll just tell people, don't watch the movie, just watch that part. That part wasn't good enough, so you don't even get to see it because it was boring. This thing stinks and dan cortez doesn't stink enough to make it much fun i struggled to make it all the way through i had to pause it twice it is a total don't uh i contrary to what you guys say actually also didn't like this movie sorry (laughs) um yeah no it's it's bad (laughs) it stinks my one-liner i came up with something because i didn't want to even burn it on there like i need to wait better to have one that just says this shit stinks. I'm Sam. But I mean, oh, it's bad. Dude, I I honestly think the asylum might have done a better job with this piece of crap than what ABC did cuz like it's like wait, I came for like this is a ski like hey, we got to get to the bottom of the hill to save the community center against the rich kids and also there's a volcano and an avalanche. Like this should be it. With Dan Cortez. Like, he should be jumping out of freaking airplanes, parachuting stuff, dive bombing. Uh, like, oh, Punching gotta... Jason's dad in the head. Oh, he's not a puncher. He's not a puncher. He's an extreme sports guy. Uh, probably have to do some, like, volcano wave surfing, like, all of it. And none of it happens. None of it. It was just a cash grab because they heard of a movie called Dante's Peak. And didn't watch that. And... For good reasons, but then just tried to like, well, I based off of the title of Dante's Peak, I'm guessing this is what it's about, and we're gonna re we're gonna make that movie too and put it on TV. And it's worthless. This movie is worthless. It will aid my argument that there is no more oatmeal schlock out there than 90s made for TV movies. 90s made-for-TV movies are, it's like hardened, left-in-the-bowl overnight oatmeal that you can't even chew. I would have 
rather taken Meredith Baxter Bernie. She made TV movies. I'd rather watch one of her movies. Lindsay Wagner. Lindsay Wagner. I would rather watch a Lindsay Wagner TV movie than this fucking piece of crap. These are she is good, and these are bad, but the best 90s made-for-TV movies were the Sally Field, the Arab oh, yeah. Stole My Baby movies. Yeah. And then, like, my teenager, like, give me my baby back again. Like, they hit something that, like, four people watched, back, and they baby, made, baby, like, baby, six baby, of them. Baby back. Baby back. Because the rest of it was shit that nobody would watch. Baby back. Ribs. <laughs> wow, that was more entertaining than this movie. <laughs> <laughs> A Chili's commercial. Chili's blasted fire on the mountain. Boom. <laughs> what you got, fire on the mountain? We got baby back ribs. <laughs> well, we got nothing, really. Well, I will say that I enjoy the... Uh, I've fallen and I can't get up. Life alert commercials because they're yeah. funnier than this oh, movie. This well, movie. that's that's not a thing to say. Those are funnier than everything. I I will I will end our thoughts on this movie with uh, what our son said. You know, this movie turned out to be pretty good. <laughs> I was like, oh, he likes boy. happy endings. I guess, even though the whole town is destroyed. <laughs> And God I'm thinking him. that the mom dies of internal bleeding. God bless the uh, the mind of an eight-year-old. Yeah. All right. Uh, next week will be Sam's pick. You've only Unprepared. Had, you've only had three months to think about it, dude. Yep. Good. <laughs> <laughs> thank God it's not... It's not my pick because I'm I'm in the same boat as Sam. Like, oh, it's my pick. Huh? Well, I have oh, a shit. list of my didn't think to look at that. That would have been, <laughs> that would have been good. Would have been, been a good, good thing. <laughs> okay, uh, love you guys. Glad we're back and uh, get to the chopping.